Welcome to another episode of Crazy Train with Jasmine St. Clair. It's been a fun time lately getting to speak to all of these hot female wrestlers. But it's also a lot of fun when you kind of haven't spoken to anyone in a while. And, you know, you just kind of keep up on social media and you see how happy and beautiful and fulfilling her life is. So I have to tell you about Crystal Marshall, like how we actually met. This is really funny. It's kind of embarrassing. So years ago, there was a specific wrestler. Um, and I guess I kind of made an impression on him somehow or another. Because he went to Crystal Marshall when they were working together at a different different federation, the WWE. Um, and he said to her, yeah, you know, I guess this is really this one girl that I really liked a lot. She's crazy though, but I just think it kind of could have gone somewhere. Did I just do that accent? Oh shit. Uh, anyway, I'm not gonna say his name. So she remembered me because of my name being brought up in this conversation with this sad wrestler. <laughs> he looks kind of like Kid Rock, but <clears throat> When she met me in person, she told me about the story. So anyhow, it's like a few years after we've met, here we are in present day. And um, I don't know, he seems to be an ongoing theme in our conversation. So maybe there's something there, maybe there isn't, but we talk a lot on this episode about everything, but especially like one thing a lot of us have problems with those of us that, you know, have been in the public eye is dating and guys. Like, I feel as though there's something in the air with this like shitty guy or like guys turning shitty as of late. I have no idea what the hell's going on, but it felt very therapeutic to speak to her. So without further ado, um, hopefully we see her back in the ring soon too, or more signings. Let's welcome the gorgeous Bajan Bombshell, Crystal, Marshall. I know it's like, I don't know when I'm supposed to call my therapist. I just do it like at my time, but I only call for one reason because he's hot. So, okay. Uh, I don't think it's supposed to work that way, but if it's working for you, there's no judgment. <laughs> there's no judgment. I know. Now, if it wasn't a hot therapist, I don't think I'd be in therapy at all. Like, seriously, I, I don't know if I really need it, but yeah, I mean, but you look gorgeous. I'm so happy you. you came you. on to the show. Thank you. The skin. the skin is giving me so much life right now, girl. Yes. The skin. <laughs> Let's see. The skin is versed skincare and it's like all vegan, cruelty free. And I normally don't believe in that stuff. Reversed gave me this whole like gift box. So honestly, I got on this stuff like three weeks ago. And then it's human growth factor cells that I'm using and Morpheus 8. I've done like three Morpheus 8 treatments. I saw that you posted one on your story, Morpheus 8. And I, I had so many questions about it. It looks fabulous. It's like, you know, we're getting better with time and it's a little bit more effort, you know? So you're going to have to shoot me a text about all that. And by the way, my dog, he's a big B-A-R-K-E-R. So if what, he what? does just keep going yeah 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 yeah. you I so every day I see your photos on Instagram you're always smiling and happy and there's one specific photo I saw over the weekend you I can't describe the smile it was just this pretty like Caribbean style smile which I'm going to ask you where do you get the name 
Bajan bombshell from, or did I say, is it Bajan or Bajan? Bajan, Bajan. So my family is actually, I'm a first generation American and my family is from the West Indies. They're from Barbados. So people from Barbados, um, we refer to ourselves as Bajan. But if you want to do it correctly, it's Barbadian. But, you know, if you're from the culture and from the island, it's Bajan. So that's where I got it from. Yeah. Bajan bombshell. I say Bajan bombshell. Yeah. I could kind of do it right. My dad, well, my grandfather's family, is, they're from Suriname. And that's in the West Indies. It's a Dutch colony. So we had this band called the Dutchie Brothers. They're like the swinging Calypso band. So I got into Calypso yeah. when I was a kid. It was so much fun. Um, it's fun. Like, I just love the area. But a lot of people want to know what you're doing with yourself these days. And I know it's a bunch of stuff. So I just have to let you take it over from here as I sip my espresso. <sighs> I feel like I'm doing so much of everything, but not anything at the same time. Because I feel like I'm just, you know, doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So actually, I just moved to the Dallas area from Denver, and I lived in Denver for 15 years. So it's a big change, and I love it. I love it here. Um, I've been here since August, and um, I in Denver, I was doing hair. I had a studio that I owned that I managed for, gosh, the past about 10 years off and on. Um, so yeah, I moved here. I recently divorced. I moved here because I wanted a fresh start. It was just like one of those things where it's like I was in this pool and I wasn't moving forward. I wasn't drowning. I wasn't moving backwards. I was just stagnant. And I was just thinking to myself, it is time for a change. Like something's got to happen. I've got to like shake things up. So um, I talked with the kid, my kid's dad and he was like, hey, I'm down. Like, let's just go. And you know, it was scary. I left everything behind. I sold everything. I just uprooted myself. And I said, you know what? I'm going to rechange my story. I'm going to, you know, try something new. So I've been here for three months. And uh, since I moved here, I launched an OnlyFans page. And it's not your typical OnlyFans page because I don't, there's no nudity. There's nothing like that. It's just, it's really pretty sexy pictures that Typically, people would, you know, promote themselves on Instagram, but only it's exclusively for my fans and followers and, you know, people that have supported me through wrestling and all that. So they get to have something that's exclusive for them and it's interactive so I can connect with them on there and such. So that's pretty much it. And just taking care of the kids. And I am starting another project um, and hopefully I can get it out by the holidays. It is a safe, clean burning candle company. So I'm hoping to have, hoping to have everything up and ready to go before the holidays. But if we don't hit our milestones, it will be out in the new year. So those are some fun projects that I have coming down the pipeline. I love candles. Okay. And I don't go casting like spells and stuff like that on people. All I have to say is I hope your dick falls off and somehow something to that effect will happen to a man. Um, so tonight. <laughs> Why is there so much well, I want to say this too? <laughs> I just want to tell you this. If that is your intention, this might be the candle company for you because what makes us different is that the names, are you familiar with OPI nail polishes? Yeah, I love them. I have OPI. I have ballet slippers yeah. on and I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say this. If you have a little bit of grit to yourself, 
um, this is the candle company for you. So I'm not going to talk too much about it, but it's definitely going to be fun. It's definitely going to be an awesome gift idea for sure. Do you so have one I will called Homewrecker? <laughs> Please, that's my candle is Wreck That Home, okay? It's got to be like fiery, like opal, like an opal red. Then it has to smell like Gucci or something like that, like Gucci Guilty. That's what Wreck there, That Home smells know, like. Jasmine, I will make a candle specifically for you. I promise you that. I will, I will make one. There is something for everybody. <laughs> now, that's what I like. That's like those greeting cards they have where they, it's a breakup greeting card. So mm -hmm. I once had this sugar daddy years and years ago. And this is really crass what I did. So we're breaking up, breaking up. So I bought him flowers on the credit card he gave me. And I got him one of those cards. He thought it was inappropriate, but hey, at least I spent the last the last fifty bucks on that card on you. So that was thought that was very thoughtful. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. I always wondered, <laughs> you know, why is it that beautiful girls such as yourself you always get involved in beauty and things that smell nice? So I think it's it's very healthy. This whole co-parenting thing has that been a very difficult thing for you to do? Um, this co-parenting. You know what I will say it is it's parenting in general is not easy. And then you have two people that were involved in the wrestling community. We have egos. We have, you know, we're different. You know, I will say it has gotten easier with age and with understanding. Like that, it's, it does not come easy for sure. Would I have more kids? Maybe. But I think I've been doing this so long with him that it's hard to see how I would co-parent with somebody else. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. Like, you kind of figured it out, you know? So. It is what it is. But um but yeah, no, um, I want to hear more about this story. This is I'm so intrigued about the gift in the with the credit card. Oh, that thing. Oh, he's an idiot. He couldn't even get his thing up. Like I have to tell you, there's this one photo oh, I have God. of us in a hot tub in Sedona. So there was no sex involved as much as you can believe that, because a, a daddy who can't get his thing up can't get any sugar. So I think it was more of an emotional thing because I, I tend yeah. to have more of an emotional pull on people. Um, it's probably a Scorpio thing or being an only child. So it was just really annoying. And it just, it's just, I was in Switzerland. Oh no, he was in Switzerland going somewhere. He didn't hear from me for six or seven hours. So I wake up to these text messages. Why? Just tell me why, why? I'm like, huh? Okay, Z. That's what's after why, right? So he's like, oh, I just forgot to take my meds. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. You just, I said, take more meds, please. Well, when I take my meds and I can't get, you know, I can't, I have problems with my, uh, you know, with my stamina. I'm like, no, just take more meds because you need it for your, <laughs> for your psycho brains. But yes, uh, it was a six, it was a six month meaningful relationship. Um <clears throat> And it was a very, uh, it was very toxic. It's more toxic than my real life relationships with some of the guys I've dated. And I think like dating and probably for you, is it hard meeting someone um, at all? I, Cause I, I can only imagine. You know, I don't know if it is the time or the type of men and women, the way that we are now, but I don't remember dating being this difficult when I was younger. But then I think back, I was so stupid. You know, I'd be like, oh, is this guy tall? Do you have big muscles? Like, you know, is he cute? You know, that was kind of the standard. And I guess we go older, we expect different things. We want different things. But dating, I will say this. 
okay, I like very masculine men. I like very masculine men that are assertive. I, I love that. I need that. I'm a very strong-willed woman. I am very opinionated. I can, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of feminine energy, and it's chaotic. And people think that feminine feminine energy is like demure. Not always. It's very chaotic, and you need that strong masculine energy to kind of navigate things. So I will say this: dating in Dallas is exponentially bit better than in Colorado. I have found that, but that's not to say it's good. Like there's some weird stuff going on between men and women right now. And it's just this disconnection. I don't know what it is, but it's just not working for me. Um, I have met some interesting, some great guys, but you know, in those situations you really want to take your time. So I don't know, girl. And it's interesting though, because you're saying that that relationship with your sugar daddy was more talk was toxic or more toxic than normal dating. And I kind of feel like those types of relationships have the potential to be healthier because we all know what the expectations are, right? Like, you know what the boundaries are. And I feel like the problem with modern dating is that nobody wants to communicate. Everybody wants to operate in this shade of gray without being very transparent about what they want and what they're willing to give. You know? On the phone. Yeah, they, they do this. This is what they do. And this is how they meet on a phone. Half the time. I yeah, can't do that. But it's convenient though, right? Um, I don't know. Like I always meet people in person and I went out on a date with a guy from Norway a few years ago. Um, I remember him. I where, remember no, there's him. a few, there's a few, this one didn't come to the States, but he's another one. He was a good, yeah, maybe, but he had a problem because I was wrestling. Then he sees me in XPW again. He's like, something's wrong with your brain that you're doing this. I'm like, okay, well, let me tell you what's wrong with you. Where shall I start, you dumbass man bun bitch? So I just, men are scared of women today. Yes. Because they are demasculinized by a younger generation and they are afraid. Let's say some guy says, hey, hey, hot body or whatever to you. I can't think of a better makeup. You might try to say he's sexually harassing you. So they're afraid to be masculine. I, I love masculine men. Uh, but I think this whole thing these days with these guys and girls, I, I can't do this because it's too much of this and I'm not here, you know, and I'd much rather be here with wow. you than on here. Plus I get really psychotic. I'd wonder who's he talking to? Is he still on there? And the next thing you know, I'll be going through the phone kind of. See, I don't know. I've gotten to this point where I'm so aloof. The second that there's just a sliver of inconsistency, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not interested. And at that point, they're like, oh, oh, like trying to get it back. Like, and it, it's not that like, I don't care. It's just that like, I value my time too much. You know, like if you, if you're connecting with a guy, you talk to a guy, you see him. If I don't hear from him and he hasn't made plans to see me again within three days, I'm disconnected. I'm not interested anymore, you know? And I feel like these younger generations of girls are, they're okay with that. You know, they're okay with that. Like, and I've gone out with a few guys and they're like, you know, it's very discouraging on our end because, you know, I want to open the door for women. I want to pull this chair out for women. I want to pay the tab. But a lot of these younger women, this new generation, oh, I can do it myself. Let's split. I'm like, girl, come on. This is the problem. So I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly not so focused right now on trying to find that person. I'm just trying to enjoy myself. And if it happens, it happens. And it's hard. It's, it's pretty tough too, but I'm definitely having fun. So there's that. Well, 
in Texas, I think they might be more old school. Like I like the old school guys. And I think that a lot of these younger girls don't know what the hell they're doing. I told an Uber driver the other day and she's like, well, I want to get dressed up and stuff, but I feel like I should pay half. I'm like, then why are you getting dressed up? Stay home, wear your fucking, wear your fucking slippers, wear your pajamas and leave your hair and rag them up in shape and you can go out. It's perfectly fine. They don't put the effort in. Now I just realized who you remind me of, Crystal. You're going to hate this, but I have to tell you because she's very pretty. She's in Arizona. Oh, no. You know what I'm going to say? It's the K word. You look, you resemble Carrie Lake a little bit. She's very pretty. She's running for governor. Oh, I have no idea who that is. She's really, really pretty. And she's very much about um, kids, kids safety, the whole um, agenda of, uh, you know, making it safe there. But she's very pretty and very well-spoken. But you look like her and she's, it, trust me, it's a compliment. But if I told you, you look like George Bush, that's not a compliment. I told a girl that one. She looked like George Bush. She had this beady, freaking seedy, like mouse eyes. It's like, ugh. But do you think you're ever going to wrestle again? Like, here's the thing. So I spoke to Jazz. I spoke to quite a few different wrestlers that are um not fully Caucasian. And they find that even with WWE, they didn't really promote wrestlers that were um, not fully Caucasian to the best way possible. And I don't yeah. think she got a fair shake at anything. There should have been a jazz. Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you, I, I do agree with a lot of what jazz said, but I'm going to say something and a lot of people, I'm probably going to catch a lot of shit for it. But I think that in the wrestling business, and in a lot of businesses that are geared towards men and their entertainment, you have to understand the demographic. And I think the demographic is predominantly white male that are viewers in this. And I feel as though certain companies believe that a certain type of woman is more palatable for white males because they're selling to that. And I think that it's different now than when I was there. It's different, way different now than when Jazz was there. I think that she was so far ahead of her time that had she come out now, it would be a different story because the world is changing. Um, I do believe that, but I still like, I love to see the progress that's been made for women of color in wrestling, but there's still a ways to go. You know, it's not like rocket science here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. But jazz is, she deserves a doll. She deserves, I, is she in the Hall of Fame yet? I don't think she is, right? Is she in the Hall of Fame? Well, she should not. be. You know, there's so many things that, that she's deserving. That woman needs her flowers. We should give Jazz her flowers. You know, if Jazz isn't there, there wouldn't be me. There'd be no Sasha Banks. There'd be no, none of us, really. So I hope that, that she gets that for sure. Yeah, yeah, she really opened up a door. the doors for a lot of women. And do you ever see yourself getting back into the ring any way possible? Shape or I would love to. You know, like... The, the cool thing about like when you get older, you look back and you're like, fuck, if I could do this over again, I'd do X, Y, Z. And I still feel like there's so much more that I have to, to explore with wrestling. There is. And it's like getting in the ring or just being involved in the business. I feel like that was some, that's something that like I would love to do. Now, whether it would happen, I don't know. But um, yeah, I would absolutely love to for sure. Yep. It's come a long way. And with that said, I know that I did watch you in WWE. What even got you started with wrestling? I know everyone's asked you this, but I haven't asked you that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I came from an era where the company was looking externally. They were looking for 
the models. They're looking for the filler, the fluff. And that's what I was, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that's, I came in to do that. Um, and along the way, I, I fell in love with the business. Um, it's, it's the craziest thing. Cause like people that like friends that I have that are not a part of wrestling, when I talk about it, they're like, it's so weird to me that you're a part of that. And I'm like, Oh God, you still talk to people. Yeah. Like once you're in, it's like a gang. Once you get jumped in, you're in, you can't leave, you can't lose your colors. Um, so yeah, like I'm, I'm super grateful for the business. Um, I got in as a model. I was on deal, no deal. Uh, and I shot their pilot. What was that? 2005 2006 around that time I don't remember which year it was but so we shot their pilot and my manager at the time was like well we don't really have anything else coming down the pipeline I know that uh WWE is doing a diva search and I was like that's it I want to do it and she's like well their contracts are pretty ironclad I can't really help you negotiate it is what it is you take it you take what they give you and I was like I, I absolutely want to do that and the backstory behind that is growing up I was not a huge wrestling fan. However, that was the one thing that my grandmother and I shared because she loved WWF. So when I would go visit her, we used to watch it together. And she used to love Junkyard Dog, Brooklyn Brawler. Those are all of her favorites. So when I had that opportunity, I was like, you know what? Like, I feel like this is the right thing. And that's how I found myself wrestling. So from there, I actually moved to McDonough, Georgia. And I went to Deep South Wrestling with Bill DeMott. And between Bill and Finley, they taught me how to, to wrestle and how to bump and all that stuff. And that's when I first met Kid Cash, actually, because he was down there for a little, he went there for a little bit. <laughs> yep. So that's kind of how I found my way. <laughs> so about that Kid Cash, was that the, uh, well, yeah, he's very nice. So this is very interesting. The first time I met Crystal Marshall, I'm not going to mention the wrestler's name, but he knows who he is. She was speaking to a specific wrestler and he was telling her about this crazy girl he met. Okay. And he liked her, but he just wasn't sure where it was going to go. So I'm just warning people that said woman was me. That was crazy. So it means I'm crazy in a good way, but I'm not like psychotic. Like I'm going to pull a knife on you or something unless you ask me to, but yeah. Um, Kit cash is a really nice person. I'm surprised. I don't know what he's doing now, but he's one of those people that helps you. He helped me when I was working for Jimmy Hart. And, um, I think it's amazing what you've done. You know, I think it's great that you started as a diva. My grandmother watched wrestling too. That's how I got turned on to it. That's so crazy. Can I tell you something funny, by the way, I was just oh, yes. thinking about this. <laughs> so when I first came to the roster, I remember being just like so like just fucking intimidated by all the girls like I was like oh, there's Trish there's Lita like ooh like I want to ruffle any feathers but there was one person that I was legit fearful of you me I was yes I was so intimidated I was like oh my god it was the ECW girls it was you it was Francine I was like so when Cash told me about you I was like oh my god like I need to like cross my teeth and dot my eyes with this one but you were like the sweetest thing ever but totally intimidated I was just yeah so Wait, I, what I don't know why what did he say I'm gonna go where does he live now I'm going down there I'm getting on the plane I'm gonna smack I'm him and give him a big old he kiss didn't say anything bad I know just like you know like she's she's tough she's she's a bad one you know you gotta watch out for her I was like oh okay 
no he's right anyway because okay here i'll be honest with you i had a pro like when they were doing the diva search i'm not going to be a total like jerk about this i was like why the hell do they go look for these freaking these girls who can model to go be on wwe yeah. i hope they got their asses kicked okay fine but you were cool you know the other the other ones i met were cool but oh, some oh, of them were not cool, cool. I'm cool. Yeah, because Kid Cash said it was crazy, everyone. And that is Kid Cash saying that. And it's fine. I'll tell you something about Kid Cash. He's cute. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say this, though. Like, by no means do I consider myself a wrestler. I don't. I'm a personality that's been a part of the business. But I get it now. Like, now that I've kind of been affiliated with the wrestling business, now I see these young girls come up and I'm like, oh, where'd you come from? Okay. We'll see. We'll see. You know? Um. So I, I get it. I get it. There's no hard feelings. So, um, yeah. I, anyway, had no back idea. To I had no idea you started off as a model. I always thought you were, but maybe you came from Deep South Wrestling or something. I did. I did. Right. I think, That's what so I thought. I did the Diva search. And uh, John Laranice was like, hey, listen, we'd love to work with you, but you're not coming up here. You need, if you want to be a part of this business, you need a you know, leave deal, no deal and prove to us that you're interested in learning about the business. And then he sent me to deep South wrestling and I was there for a year. So I was on the roster and then on my days off, I was, you know, with Bill DeMott. But what's interesting though, is some girls had to go to developmental and other girls are just brought right up. So I never really understood what the rhyme or reason for that was and what they saw versus what they didn't see. But, um, yeah, so I was grateful that I went though. Um, yeah, it was a good experience. It's yep. like a drug, I think, with wrestling because I'm back with XPW, and it was just when you go into the locker room, it's like it's a very special place, and there are a couple of super hot guys that work there, <clears throat> but that's all they are is they're hot. What <laughs> they're too old, they're like 38, 39 years old, way too old for me. So <laughs> They, uh, you know, but they're there, they're doing something. And I think we all get each other. What would you say? Do you think it's hard to date someone that's in the business as well? Like there's jealousy. Yeah. It is the most complex thing because on one hand, it's like my advice to any woman, anybody, forget women, anybody getting in the wrestling business, do not shit where you eat. Do not get involved. Focus on your career. Get your paper. That's it. But you're with these people all the time. And then here's the other thing. You go out with some normie that's not a part of the business. They don't get it. They don't understand it. So it's like, it's so, it's tricky. It's, it's really, really hard. And you know what I didn't like about it? It's like, all right, there are some younger girls that were in the business, right? And they literally grew up in the business. But they had such a bad rap because they're dating, they dated a few different people. Well, how do you expect, what do you think's going to happen? They spent most of these years where you're dating different people, figuring out what you like, what you don't like, on the road all the time. Of course, they're going to date multiple people, you know? Um, but it's that double standard, of course. It's like the girls can't do it. The guys can do it. So I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you that I don't ever see myself dating a worker again. I just, I don't know. Not at this stage in the game, you know? But I would like to date somebody that is, older because like now I feel like it's a whole bunch of young dudes I swear like if I try to go on like a dating app or even like on Instagram it's guys that are like in their mid-20s okay to like 30 
that want to date me. And yeah, they're cute, but it's like, I don't know. Do you have that issue with a bunch of young dudes trying to date you? Yeah, it's funny. I'll tell you what happens. It's because they have girls that that their age, but those girls their age um, emotionally castrate them in many ways where they feel scared to do things and say things to them because they will be um, a predator or, you know, a, right. a sex fiend. So I was dating this this guy who's 20. I, I forgot he's 23 or 24. My God, what oh my a shit God. show. Yeah, but he's very <laughs> nice. No, no, no. He's. <laughs> I'm not judging you. I'm just laughing about my summer with this is on, the just... show it was. It was just like. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna grow into it i mean it'll grow in when he'll he grow older. into it i don't know about that i really <laughs> i highly doubt Maybe that when he gets older it'll get bigger <laughs> yeah he need i yeah but anywho so it's just not worth it because they don't under like it's hard enough dating a guy your own age that doesn't have a pot belly and oh, can understand yeah. you like i saw a guy my age naked like a month ago i'm like oh my god it's okay you know i left a pot on at my apartment i gotta go so it's, <laughs> it's the old one then it's the old school um, my hair yeah i gotta do my hair right now i totally forgot those things don't work anymore um but yeah, I just, it's hard because a normie, a normal guy, I mean, I'm really picky. Like my biggest pet peeve is if you do not have proper grammar and I find myself correcting you mm. at least five times in one day or three times. Yeah. Three times. And it's the same error that you keep making time after time after time. There is no such thing as most bestest. There's no such thing as the, the bestest. There's no such thing as more bigger. It's either bigger or more big. <laughs> and when I have to stop you with that shit, like more than once, I, this we're off to a really bad start. When I have to tell you to tuck your shirt in, if we're going to yeah. an event, I don't like that. Are you dressing as a grown man or are you dressing like a freaking 15 year old? Cause I am not a pedophile. Yeah. I don't like Literally. that. So let me ask you, are you more critical over text? Because I'm not going to lie. My texts are terrible. When I write stuff and post it, I don't care. But yeah. when I'm speaking to somebody, I want to make sure they're using proper grammar or if I'm writing an email or something a little bit more formal, you know, like that's kind of when I'm a little bit more picky, but I don't know. We're all lazy. We're lazy with text. I do not like texting. I suck at it. And yes, there you'll find a million grammatical errors in there. When I right. talk in text, somewhat, some, somehow it said book says fuck on there. And I was speaking to someone I was booking. He had to delete the email in case his wife saw it. <laughs> So it's a very bad challenge with me sometimes. Um, so I, I don't like texting with guys. And this and with normies, they don't understand our lifestyle. Like this is what we do. And like when you go to a signing, they don't understand that, oh, well, these guys just wanna, yeah, they wanna have they wanna have sex with you. No, it's not that they're getting autographs. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I can't I date a normie. They do, but huh? that doesn't that doesn't matter. They do, but whatever. I'll date Kit Cash um, though. <clears throat> Kit Cash, are you listening? <laughs> so um, I actually wanted to get your opinion on something. So I went on a date lately. Well, lately, recently I went on a date. And um, 
I looked around the restaurant, I was taking all in, I was like, oh, this is a really nice spot. And my date was like, well, I think there's a sugar daddy, sugar baby date in the booth next to us. So I tell him, like, you don't see because like the, the sides are really high. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to scope it out. I'm going to check it out. But I ended up not going. Okay. Um, so we're talking. We're talking about a lot of life stuff, like pretty good party conversation. And he looks me dead in my face and he goes, would you like the bathroom? Would you think they're nice, right? And I was like, excuse me? I've been talking to you this whole entire time. I never left this table. So at that point, like I get up because I'm so upset because clearly like I'm talking and he's not even paying attention. He's just nodding and just engaging. And he felt like such a tool. <sighs> so my problem is I'm far too nice. So I gave him another chance, which I should have just been like, you know what? Like we're done here, right? So how would you have handled that? How old was he? 36. Where'd you meet him? <laughs> I know it. I knew it. Um, <laughs> no, I, if someone did that, you know, it depends where the next dinner is. If it's somewhere nice, then I'll go. But I wouldn't take anyone like that too seriously. And if I had nothing better to do the next night, I'd go more for the amusement and more to like write just keep a mental note of everything to then put him in like a book or some type of dates from hell. But he sounds like a real, why, why are you going back out with this guy again? The third time? No. He's actually really funny. Really, really funny. If you had a background check on him, do a background check, go find out everything. <clears throat> I need to, I need to actually. He, the thing is he sounds like a douche. He sounds like he wanted to have sex in the bed. I don't know. It sounds like he wanted to they fuck in the bathroom. They, they are. But you don't. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that. It's just, I just wish they would understand that if they just play the game, just the way that we like it, just a little bit of respect, a little bit of, you know, decor, just a little bit, they can get so much more than just, you know, not. It's weird. But on a first date, would you really want to fuck in the bathroom? Because you know he won't be calling you to no. go on a second date. I mean, that was that wasn't a first date though. Oh, that wasn't a that wasn't yeah. Does he have a job? So his, yeah, his excuse was, "I'm under a lot of stress right now," which, in his defense, he was. According to the conversation, I'm so sorry. I just I I didn't want to like cancel on you. I wanted to come out tonight, and I want to take tonight's dinner. But I admittedly, I'm a little distracted because of things that I have going on. So I was like, okay, I, I understand that. But then I'm like, was that too accommodating? You know, I don't know. Yeah, it was. Um, then this is, depending on what this stress is, whether he's going through a separation or some other crap like that, or he's getting fired, yeah. we don't need to be, you could always like just listen or just say, okay, well, look, if you don't think you'll have a good time, um, you know, let me know when you do, but it sounds like you really like this guy. So unfortunately you're going to go out anyway, yeah. but when it gets <laughs> to be crazy and toxic, then just go into his phone and see what the hell's going on. Cause maybe there's something else here. I am like telling you to go into someone's phone and at the same time to avoid yeah. toxic behavior, but it's not toxic. If you're with someone four or five months and there's some kind of craziness, you have every right to know who you're spending your time with. But you know what, I'll say this. This is the best piece of advice that I've ever heard in my life. 
and it says if it's basically about if you're in a relationship with a man okay and if you want to stay in that relationship don't go looking yeah but but now now if you want it out go looking and i think it's so true it's so true if you're with somebody that's handling all of his business right he's a good guy he's dating you He's taking care of what he needs to take care of. He has kids. He's a, he's got, you know, he's taking care of his kids. Why would you go looking for something? Um, it's an ego thing because you don't want someone making a fool of you behind your back and but, you know, being caught in the middle of something. Because just picture this. Picture you're out with him and all of a sudden some crazy bitch comes over at you, like hitting you with a handbag because you're out with right. her boyfriend and you had no idea. And then he puts right. you in the middle, like, oh, well, you're going to believe her over me. And then you go into that phone and you find out the answer. That is, that is, then, anyway, yeah. I don't know. Because at the same time, it's like, the truth always comes out. It all, no matter what, you're going to find out. Like, for me, I look at it as, I'm not going to sit here and lose sleep and stress myself out and age myself prematurely because I'm worried about what you're doing. As long as he's doing what he's supposed to do and he's taking care of stuff, if he gets caught up, that's his business. That's his business. You handle it then. But I'm not going to go looking for trouble. I just always say, just know that what you do, I can do more efficiently. Wow, that's so smart. I'm going to follow that advice from now on. Yeah, I haven't been on anyone's phone in quite some time. The last time I did that, it's because like his ex-wife was like still seeing him and like they're playing tennis and shit like that. And then I find out the way he broke his arm was because he's playing tennis with her. So it's just all this stuff that just went on and on and on. I'm like, okay, I'll just pretend I don't know anything. Je ne sais pas. And that was that. But yeah, you know, you're right. I I think I'm going to follow that advice moving forward, huh? One person's phone. I've gone through one person's phone. Oh yeah. What what happened? I'm divorced now. (laughs) Well, that's different because that's like, that was very slimy. That's, but you're happier, right? But you, but hold on. Had you stayed another year and didn't go through the phone, if you didn't go through it for another two years, how many more years would you have wasted? You know what I mean? But here's the funny thing. I didn't go through the phone. That wasn't the cost of divorce. I went through the phone way early on in the marriage. Um, There was nothing in it, right? But all I'm saying is I feel like if you feel the need to go through somebody's phone, that's just that relationship is not going to work. It's just not whether you find something or not, you know? Um, yeah. Wow. That's so like mature. I never thought about that. Now, um, <laughs> <laughs> now the time I did go through the guy, guy's phone once he was older, but it was just buzzing and buzzing. And it's like the ex, the wife, I thought he was divorcing from. But he just lie about his, like, he was here when he was there with her. Okay, get why you're lying at the same time. If you could lie about that, what else are you going to lie about? Because I don't need to be getting green oozing stuff out of me either from you because of whatever you might be doing. Thank God that never happened. But, you know, um, I think the relationship had um, other issues. But this is a person that had a track record of being super dishonest. Have I gone through anyone's phone since then? No. Hmm. never except for once kind of and there was nothing there and that was that um only because he was overlooking he was looking over my shoulder at a photo with my best friend 
who is a guy. Oh, gay. God. And then he started his macho shit. So that's when I grabbed his phone. There was nothing. It was really boring. He was boring, actually, in general. But <clears throat> that's one thing. It's like to keep up with people like us, guys have to be interesting. What defines interesting is different to everyone. Yeah. So yes. it's this ongoing quest, you know, but you're going to get only 50% of what you want in a relationship, right? Yeah. But I also feel like, I also feel like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely a good woman. But I do get bored easily. I get bored easily in relationships. So that's why I tend to really, and I'm very much attracted to very smart men. Um, almost like nerdy. I like and really intelligent guys. That's stimulating and a little quirky and weird. I do like that because it keeps things interesting. You know, um, someone that can hold a conversation, somebody that, you know, likes to explore and is a little experimental. That's fun. But I feel like, I want to say that I feel like men have to actually be more entertaining than women. Yeah, I'll give them that. Don't, you, don't, don't you think? Except for you. I mean, obviously. I mean, you're you're amazing and fun. But oh, no, no. I trust me. What, what's your what's your sign again? A Scorpio. Oh yeah, so am I. So we have. Oh, when's your birthday? November 11th. Okay, I just had mine, but um, yeah, you we, we get bored easily, but at the same time, you're not the type of person that wants to sit around on a Saturday morning, every morning, just having coffee, doing laundry every single fucking Saturday of the goddamn year. Yeah. And yeah, I was stuck with someone like that. I was just like, what, like, what do you, like, if someone wants to put a hit on you, they know where to find you and at what time, because this is all you do with yourself. Like, if I wanted to do this, it's easy. If your ex-girlfriend wants to come find you, it's easy. You know, so yeah, he he just the only thing he would do is just go like within five or ten minutes of the apartment. Then I realized, oh my god, I met this guy during the pandemic when shit was really boring. That's right. So no, our pandemic days, we spent yeah, we'd watch like I don't know stories about murder and things like that, like normal stuff. And then I think this guy was in jail at one point. I forgot, but anyway. So, um, but he was normal and boring. You know, it's like you think I mean, of you think of these guys in like a movie like Shot Caller, where the main character is hot as hell. Like I have to tell you, when they release these inmates in the street, that's what I thought they'd look like. I was. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's your type? Well, no, not really. I don't always go out with inmates. No, no, no. This this just this guy. He actually was a normal person with a normal job, but I think I think he was involved in something because I was I was looking at his neck tattoos, but he was really boring. Um, then I dumped him. So I don't know what is my type. Um, smart guys, um, guys who like danger a little bit, like dangerous women, guys who like we want to travel. Someone that has a passport, someone that um is smart and keep me engaged, and someone that's slightly immature, like me, immature, not like yeah, being dumb shit on the phone, immature. Um, and someone that has no problem with my past because when you start when you mention the p word like porn these guys run like it's the devil like that just jumped out of hell or something and it's like they do way worse things than i've done or anyone and you know combined no totally i agree i think um it's kind of cool that i think society's kind of changing a little bit with that um it is it's definitely getting better like the judgments i just God, I'm so sick of people just passing judgment. You know, it's, it's old. It's old. And I feel like if you're physically attracted to a certain type of woman, you have to expect that she has done something that she's profited from, from her looks. 
from her personality, something like that. Like, why would she not? You know, of course, there's more to people that are attractive than just their looks. But I mean, it would be kind of a kind of a a misuse of resources if women did not capitalize on the way that they look. So, hi, Joe. Even he agrees with us. So, with your candles, are you going to? Obviously, you're promoting your branding to do that, your Crystal Marshall branding. But is this the type of thing that you're going to try to make into like a full-time thing and branch it out into other things? I think, by the way, it's good that you're doing OnlyFans because OnlyFans, guys, does not just have nudity, but it has a lot of sexy photos, you know? Yep, 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 absolutely. Um, Yeah, so the candle candle line, I want to branch out into other home goods. And the reason why is I feel like a lot of people aren't aware of what they're burning in their homes. Like a lot of these artificial candles and fragrances that they burn actually affect your adrenals and your hormones. And there is such a surplus right now of men with lower testosterone levels and women that are struggling with all sorts of other hormonal issues. And it's not helping to have such toxic products in our homes. So I want to make it fun. It's definitely a fun candle line. But I also kind of want to make it something that wouldn't contribute to the problems that we're having right now. So, yeah. So hopefully I can branch out and create some other yummy smelling stuff. Um, North stop with uh, the candles once they expand. I think that's great. I think it's amazing. Yep. I know. They don't have, never, nobody ever gets the whole hormone situation, whether you need more like pheromones coming into the air to maybe get the libido Ooh. up. But once it's an estrogen depletion, my God, you are like so screwed. You've got to handle that stuff like way early on. So by the time you yeah. get to that level, you're perfectly fine and you're good to go. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, hopefully like everything works out. I, I want everything to work out for you. I like the whole candle idea and your OnlyFans, but I hope to see you at more appearances. So if people oh, want to no. know, yeah, no more appearances. No, 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 no. So I think part of the issue, um, I've had promoters in the past really want to work with me, but the problem is where I live. So Denver is like, it's a pricier um, airport to fly out of. But now that I'm in the Dallas area, I've had a few reach out to me and invite me out. So I think I'm definitely going to entertain a few more appearances coming up in the new year, which I'm excited about. So hopefully I can see you and catch up with some more friends and things like that and see some wrestling fans and you know, just kind of get back out there. But I would love to get involved more in the business. And, you know, I've always wanted to manage, which is so crazy that I never did. And I just, I don't know if I, if I ever had, I've never, I would love to. So that's definitely something that I want to like cross off my list of things to do. So it's hopefully a next year. It's a drug. I love yeah. it. I love managing. You like the cat fights, taking the bumps, beating people up with Singapore games. Yep. Um, like that's what I like personally. That's yeah. my thing. And you know, doing the promos. So it's just a matter of the right promotion, and you know, the right one will find you because you put it out there into the universe. And maybe your yes. candle will help if you keep lighting yes. those white candles. It'll help. Hopefully, manifest it. And <laughs> have you, do you still watch wrestling a lot? Admittedly, I don't watch a lot of the new stuff that's out right now. There are a couple. I really was a huge Sasha Banks fan. So when she was in, I was watching a lot of her stuff. Um, it's not my era. I'll say that. It's not my era. I miss the good old days. I miss that. I miss the edgier content. So hopefully we can get that to circle back and, you know. Yeah. I'll jump on someone does it. 
<laughs> we have edgy content at XPW and you know it's fun but I mean he we like controversy so there's always some kind of controversy we had controversy last weekend in Pomona but people keep forgetting it's a wrestling ring so what someone yeah. says in there may or not be may or not be uh maybe true yeah whatever is said in a wrestling ring may or may not be true and that's right. really what it comes down to but you never know where you end up. And, you know, I know that when I met you the first time, I think we were in WrestleCon or Rhode Island, one of those places. But it was fun. Was that like, I think I met you way before. Yeah, you did. But I know that I saw you in Rhode Island as well, because I know that Ryan Shamrock was there. Um, all the girls were there. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Was that New England Fan Fest? Yes, and we were drunk. That makes sense. Yeah, that we were drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That was the thing. But, you know, it does happen. So sometimes. So if people want to go onto your OnlyFans, how do they find you? Yeah. Um, on my Twitter, which is Chrissy 83 um, there is a link in that bio and you can subscribe. And there's all sorts of juicy content on there I have some cosplay which I'm going to start dabbling in more because that's just tons of fun so yeah subscribe and check it out and keep your eyes and ears open because hopefully I'll have the candles ready to go next month if not look towards the new year and I'll have those candles out for you guys to enjoy you could always have just one candle salt come out just one scent maybe ho 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 and put like an e at the end or something well there's gonna be <laughs> there is going to be a limited scent release for the first initial startup and we're just going to kind of watch it and see how it does and we're going to branch out but I've got some good some good stuff coming out so I'm super excited did you hear ever hear about obnoxious crayon what were they called my friend has this crayon company and there oh. were colors such as gonorrhea green um, white purple yes. white it was really I mean offensive crayons yes. so I bought them I for my that. niece and she was like my I mean they were freaking out they're like you can't give that to them like why I think it's funny but I think when you give that to like an 11 year old or like a 10 year old how old were they yeah. they were like eight I'm a shitty aunt they were like eight or nine and I gave them that for like a gift but yeah that is amazing <laughs> I love that I feel like that should be here with like an adult coloring book you know as a good like gift right I know then I could like paint my perfect guy like blonde yes muscular yes. hot and chock full of toxicity no no toxic stuff yeah I mean good yeah so, scented that, that candles um crayons crayons like Mr. yeah and they smell the markers that smell good oh yeah 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 I used to lick those to see what they like taste like but you um, could do the same thing with the crayons with the inappropriate names. I don't think it'd be appropriate to have gonorrhea green crayons smelling like gonorrhea because I know I would not want to be smelling. <laughs> Some of them you could make smell nice, um, like Viking Violet or something. It could smell like a sweaty Viking guy who's like really tall and blonde with a beard and like tattoos and, you know, rides a motorcycle or something and throws you against the wall. But that 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 you could make smell really good. Yeah. Yes, totally. Totally. But thanks for chatting with me today. It's been oh, so much 
fun. And guys, listen, like you should really listen to what we had to say about dating and guys and try to step up your game because not everyone wants to go on an app, especially, you know, you're a public figure as well. You don't need to be on that. People will not know if it's real or if it's fake and so forth, you know, I think. (laughs) Wish me luck. And she cooks, by the way. So she's going to give me her recipe that I saw on her Instagram last night. You should come out with a cookbook. I think I'm actually going to work on that next believe it or not so I want you to I'll be the first to buy it I'll be like at your book signing as like a writer groupie sign this for me please yeah yeah like can you just (laughs) sign my boob while you sign your your book it's so good yeah something like that (laughs) so what message do you have for your fans oh my gosh I know hey leave it leave it Pretty much just thank you for your support. Um, Take care of yourselves. Take care of yourself and stop dumping extra toxicity into the world. We've got enough. So go to your therapy, drink your water, work out, smile, make the world a better place, you know? (laughs) And also make sure you get onto her OnlyFans because it's spicy. Yes. And go onto her Instagram if you don't mind giving us your Instagram handle. So my Instagram is Bajan Bombshell 83 and that's B-A-J-A-N Bombshell 83. Yep. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much, girl. (laughs) It's been amazing. And, um, you know, don't forget to keep, you know, supporting the cause, everyone. And if there's somewhere where you'd like to see Crystal show up, please let the promoters know. Let your local promoter know. It'll happen. For sure. We have to. We can definitely make it happen. Are you enjoying the ride on my crazy train? Woo! Please make sure to rate and review Crazy Train Podcast. Take a screenshot. Send it to me in a DM via Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and I will send you a free goodie bag. Oh! And Crazy Train Podcast is now on YouTube. So subscribe, Crazy Train Podcast, that's with a K, on YouTube for video interviews and never heard before interviews and some really cool bonus content.